Welcome to the MacArthur Memorial Podcast, where we explore the life and times of General of the Army Douglas MacArthur and delve into the history of World War I, World War II, and the Korean War. We invite you to follow us on Twitter at MacArthur1880 or find the General Douglas MacArthur Memorial on Facebook. Today we're sitting down with Jim Zobel, the archivist of the MacArthur Memorial. Jim is a historian and an expert on General MacArthur, and he oversees the MacArthur Memorial Archives and Library. The MacArthur Memorial Library contains tens of thousands of books and is a very, very unique collection. Within that larger library is General MacArthur's post-1941 personal library. We're going to talk about that library today, but before we get to that, Jim, can you tell us a little bit about MacArthur's pre 1941 library. Well, the only thing that we know is what was what he told other people as well as what the Japanese found when they went into the Manila Hotel. MacArthur told people he had up to 30,000 volumes uh, in the Philippines with him before the war. Uh, that was his father's collection and as well it was his grandfather's collection and books that he had collected that he brought to Manila. Um, and we know that it was there within the Manila Hotel, as well as some of it was packed in the uh, storage areas down at the dockyards, uh, which were then destroyed right when the, the war began. So that's, that's what we know of the pre-war library. Do we know anything about the composition? Well, the, the Japanese, uh, when they went and took the Manila Hotel that MacArthur lived in at the penthouse, they didn't disrupt the room. They cataloged everything. They went in there uh, with a fine-tooth comb, and they labeled thousands of books. There weren't 30,000 there that they labeled, but they found thousands. Um, so we know things that were in that pre-war library. Was it mostly history? A lot of military history, a lot of classics, um, a lot of literature, um, and just uh, very eclectic, like his uh, post-42 library. Um, so what happens to the pre-1941 library? Well, the Japanese kept it all there. We know that uh, General Kuroda, he was the second military governor of the Philippines. He took about 200 of them back to Japan with him. Those are recovered after the war. But we don't know which ones they are because they didn't make a list. Uh, I've gone through MacArthur's uh, post-42 library, and I've found books that have book plates steamed out of it. And these match the... We have one set of Cambridge Modern Histories that were in the basement of the Manila Hotel. And in 1945, during the Battle for Manila, MacArthur's apartment was destroyed. Um, we don't know if the Japanese blew it up. We think that it was more likely that... Uh, uh, 44 tank battalion uh, was hitting the roof with tracer bullets, caught it on fire, and then everything burned up. But when everything burned up, everything the MacArthur's owned was destroyed. But in that basement of the Manila Hotel were 10 volumes of Cambridge Modern Histories. Those have MacArthur's book plate as well as his father's book plate in it, Arthur MacArthur. And those books from General Kuroda that I think are those have those book plate imprints, but they've been steamed out of it. So that's why I say they're a part of it. Also, we found some books that have the handwriting of MacArthur's father, Arthur MacArthur, in it. So we know those have to be from that pre-war uh, collection as well. Those were probably taken back by Kuroda. Uh, too. Um, but that's what we, it's all destroyed there in Manila during the Battle for Manila. So how does MacArthur acquire his post-1941 
1941-42 library. Well, a lot of people are sending him things. That's why a lot of it is our first edition, signed editions by various authors. Uh, but I think he was also collecting um, just for general knowledge. Uh, throughout um, his time, he's seen thousands of people each year. They come in to talk to him about different facets of uh, life or uh working nature in Japan, you know, occupation, things like that. Uh, and MacArthur wants to read up on the things that they want to come talk about. So I've seen where he's like, go get this book. There's a lot of books in the collection that came from occupied Japan. Like MacArthur was, go get this book because, you know, I need it. And um, Eisenhower said he was the only speed reader he ever met, the only guy he ever met that had a photographic mind. And they said MacArthur would read for the first four hours of every day. So he was absorbing tons of uh, books. What kind of subjects are we talking about? Again, history, it's economics. All, it's like we said earlier. It's all over. Uh, there, there is a ton of history, ton of military history. But there's Sir Walter Scott. There's Thackeray. There's uh, all these um, great authors of the past. Dickens. Uh, that we know MacArthur reads because he refers to them at, at certain points in uh, correspondence with other people. So it's a wide range. Like I said, a lot of it is stuff that's given to him. You have a lot of weird anti-communist literature of the 1950s because that's what a lot of people were sending him. And it's, it's, um, it's interesting to find what's in there. People were sending him signed works by Victor Hugo. Uh, there's signed works by de Gaulle signed works by uh, Montgomery, the great uh, field marshal of Britain. So it's, um, it's unique. He has a pretty sizable Napoleonic collection as well. What's the story behind that? Well, we know there's a letter in the collection that an English duke found out he lost his um, collection in Manila, and he sent him his Napoleonic library. It has all the Wellington's dispatches uh, in the gold leaf. Uh, it's got a great many books, um, French books. Uh, all the Marshallet of Napoleon uh, is in English, uh, which is pretty rare for in the States. And we've had people come look, look for that, look at that especially um, to do research because it's nowhere else uh, that you can find all that. And you were saying earlier that, I mean, he actually read... These from books. from what people said, yes, there's no markings in the books, uh, but it's like Eisenhower said: if he's a speed reader and has a photographic mind, why does it? Why does he have to do that? And why does he have to mark things in the books? You can tell a lot about a person by what they put in the margin or underline, and it's it's just not there. But everybody said that's what he did the first four hours of his day when we buried his wife Jean Arthur MacArthur was here I asked him about that he said yep he would sit there uh, as soon as he woke up till about three hours later just reading books wow yeah what do you think then his library says about him as a man as a leader well he's definitely trying to keep up on everything he's uh he's looking at all the past uh greats great captains um you know, I've seen him remark about um, Genghis Khan, you know, and how he was the greatest of all of them. Uh, I see him remark about Napoleon, about Robert E. Lee, about Stonewall Jackson, all these uh, military characters of, of history. So we know that he's up on all of them. Uh, when he goes into that Inchon conference, the first thing he starts talking about is Wolfram Montcalm at Quebec. And so we know that he has these historical references. What's funny, though, is after uh, the Inchon, uh, Basil Liddell Hart 
writes MacArthur and says, you know, I wrote about Wolf and Montcalm at Quebec. Was it my book that gave you the idea for this? And and Liddell Hart would do that with a lot of these people. You know, a lot of the German, you know, uh, right. uh, generals. He'd say, was it my Blitzkrieg ideas that, you know, spurred you on to think of this? And so it's just kind of funny that he would write MacArthur about that. And MacArthur wrote him back, said, you know, I read that book and inevitably it was in my mind, you know, from somewhere. So, so we do know that he takes historical references from, from great works. Now you've mentioned that a lot of the books are signed by authors, admirers, any major highlights? Well, like I said, you, you find the neat ones. Uh, Emperor Hirohito signed a number of books. Prime Minister Yoshida of Japan signed his books. Uh, you've got President de Gaulle. You've got Field Marshal Montgomery. Um, uh, the great uh, French General Leclerc, before he uh, was killed uh, in, I think, a plane crash, he, he had signed his book to MacArthur. Uh, Freeman, Douglas Salva Freeman, gave MacArthur one of the first of 100 copies of Lee's lieutenants. Um, he gave him a signed copy of, of Robert E. Lee. So uh, all these people um, that were sending him books after after World War II were, were all signing it. Do you have a favorite book? No, not really. There's a lot of really cool ones. You know. So how did this library end up at the MacArthur Memorial? Well, when they made the deal for MacArthur to put all his stuff here, that was one of the things they were going after. They wanted to set up an international chair in history here. They wanted to have this international research center, which it's become. Uh, but that was the deal that, uh, along with all of MacArthur's papers that he had collected throughout his life, also would come his library. And it's about a little over 5,000 books uh, that we have right now. In his? Um... In his library, yeah. We have about 40,000 uh, reference works, but MacArthur's library is kept separate from that, and it's about 5,000 pieces. Are these books available for research? Um, yeah, I mean, you can't check them out, but anybody can come in and, and look at them. Um, they line the walls of the, of the research library, so it, it's all cataloged and down to the nth degree, and we can find anything if you're looking for something. If you'd like to look at some of the books in MacArthur's library, find the General Douglas MacArthur Memorial on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at MacArthur1880. If you use the hashtag MacArthurArchives, you'll find a number of posts highlighting individual books in the collection. It's a pretty diverse set of books, and we plan to continue sharing information about each book until we run out of them. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, please contact Amanda Williams at amanda.williams at norfolk.gov.